So there's a longer uh, beginning to this sutta, but we're going to basically look at the instructions for meditation uh, on mindfulness of in and out breathing. So the first paragraph at the top of page one just states that when mindfulness of breathing is developed and cultivated, it's very fruitful and beneficial. Mindfulness of breathing fulfills the four kinds of mindfulness meditation. So if you're familiar with the four foundations of mindfulness or the four applications of mindfulness, then you'll see how these four um, four tetrads, they call them, because they're in groups of four instructions per um, piece. And this, this other handout is kind of a shorthand way of seeing the instructions. I used this to kind of learn them in the beginning, and you can see how they relate to the four applications of mindfulness. And so if this fulfills um, the practice of mindfulness, then um, you know, some people take this as this, all, this is all you need. And that may be true, however, the other practices that the Buddha includes in the four foundations of mindfulness are useful, of course, and might be, you know, the right thing for the right, at the right time or the, the most powerful practice for someone, any, any part of that, any part of what's in um, the mind you know, basis of mindfulness. But we're just going to focus on this in and out breathing for now. So how do we do it? We begin with going to the wilderness or the root of a tree or an empty hut, sitting cross-legged with the body straight, establishing mindfulness right there. So of course, it's not essential that you sit cross-legged. You can sit on a chair, obviously, too. Usually the seated position, though, is the best um, for this practice until we get used to it and really good at it. And we might be able to use other postures as well. But this is the, this is, these are the, the instructions. So in a sense, um, there are many different traditions inside Buddhism, outside of Buddhism, that use the breath as the main meditation object. But when we talk about mindfulness of in and out breathing, these are the instructions. Using the breath as a meditation object in any other way isn't really mindfulness of breathing. And just to kind of be clear about the terminology. So, Establishing mindfulness and what does that feel like? Is it, what kind of comes to mind when you know we're going to have a guided meditation here in a few minutes, and you know when you sit, your spine is erect, 
and then we establish mindfulness, consider how that feels. What does that mean? I mean, for myself, it's really bringing my attention right here. Um, there's been you know, a lot of speculation about what the what the poly actually means right here, right in front of us. It's like I feel like okay, right here. I'm 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 present right here in front of my face. Maybe you're just you know very aware. And then just mindful, breathe in, mindful, breathe out. So our focus is on the in-breath and the out-breath. Now the next paragraph includes the first four instructions, and they're related to the body. When breathing in, here it says heavily, the word can also be translated as long or deep. But you know how it is, you know your breath. You can be breathing deeply or shallowly, shallowly. And you're aware that you're breathing in heavily or deeply. And you're, you know when you're breathing out deeply that you're breathing out deeply. When you're breathing in lightly, you know you're breathing in lightly. And when you breathe out lightly, you know you're breathing out lightly. So those are the first two instructions and you don't really have to be breathing heavily in the beginning and lightly later, but it can, you can just be aware of whether this breath, this in-breath is long, short, heavy, light, deep, shallow. Just being aware of the in-breath and aware of the out-breath really present right there with it, not forced. Just relax. You don't do anything to change the breath, although if it changes because you're observing it, that's not a problem. And just watching it. Watching it might, you know, that's so often the way we say it, as if we're seeing it, but we can also just feel it. Aware of the in-breath. If you're thinking, I'm aware of whether this is a long in-breath or a short in-breath, then of course you're present with the in-breath all the way from the beginning of it until it's completed. And it turns again to become an out-breath. stay with an instruction as long as it feels like 
it's helpful. At least that's the way I do it. Sometimes you can be working with those first two instructions and the mind starts to wander. But then you can just increase your mindfulness and stay with it longer, or you can go on to the next one. And here it says, to practice breathing in, experiencing the whole body. So the way that feels in my experience is being present with that breath, knowing that I'm breathing in, aware that I'm breathing in, when I'm breathing in and when I'm breathing out, I'm aware that I'm breathing out. Aware of that quality of the breath, long or short. Deep or light. And then after a while, expanding the focus of my attention as I'm breathing in, expanding my attention to be aware of or experiencing the whole body. And breathing out, experiencing the whole body. Now that experiencing of the whole body might feel softer than putting it on one small point, putting your awareness on one small point. The Buddha didn't teach to put your awareness at the tip of your nose or your abdomen or any particular place. As far as I know, I've not seen that anywhere in the suttas. But of course, that's been beneficial for people. And it's just useful to come back to the way the Buddha taught it as a, as a baseline. And then, of course, we can use other techniques that we find helpful as we wish. And here you're just sensitive to or aware of or experiencing the whole body. And the fourth instruction completing this group on the body is to practice breathing in, calming the body's motion or stilling the body or tranquilizing the body. And you're still aware that you're breathing in and aware that you're breathing out. 
I'm going to continue into the second group of four instructions, and then I'm going to pause and come back and do this more slowly. So the next set of instructions starts with practicing breathing in, experiencing rapture, which is in Pali PT can be translated as joy. And if people experience this in different ways, it can be experienced as just a, a good feeling, a pleasant feeling. It can be t- experienced as tingling or warmth. You can really spend time with this instruction and see what arises. In my experience, sometimes there's sound, like that sound in the background of kind of a um, hum. Sometimes people call it the sound behind the all the other sounds. It's not a um, materially made sound. It's tuning into more like a spiritual energy. And it can also be um, present itself as light. I see those it's very much the same kind of thing, vibration in one channel or another. But it's a sign that you're tuning in more to a spiritual experience. <laughs> spiritual joy or happiness. And you're still very much aware that you're breathing in. When you're breathing in and breathing out, when you're breathing out. And then the second instruction in this group, in this tetrad, is to practice experiencing bliss or happiness. And that's in Pali, if the word is sukha. You're breathing in, experiencing sukha, breathing out, experiencing sukha. And sukha is thought of as being more, a little more soft or subtle, not quite as exuberant or coarse as the rapture, joy, piti. But they both occur together but maybe the sukha is a bit sort of undercover when the PT is there. So the PT is more, um, more noticeable, maybe stronger in some way. It can still be quite subtle, but it's um, more vibrant, you might say. 
then the sukha is more of a softer pleasure, pleasant feeling. This particular translation we have here says, this is Bande Sujato's translation, and the third instruction is breathing in and experiencing these emotions, the mental, it's mental activities, you know, Pali is Chitta Sankara, so if you're familiar at all with the various ways that the word Sankara is used, these formations, of the mind, so the mental activity. For me, I think of more as thought, activity of thought rather than emotion. You're breathing in, aware of what's going on in the mind, and breathing out, experiencing what's going on in the mind, the mental activity. And the fourth instruction is to practice breathing in, calming that mental activity, and breathing out, calming that mental activity. So in these two Tetrads, we're bringing tranquility to the body, we're bringing tranquility to the mind, and if you will, we're tuning into the spiritual channel, the spiritual energy, or the, the uplift of the mind spiritually. Without going any further in the in the handout, we could go back to the beginning and take some time with each of these eight instructions. So you're not in the wilderness um, exactly. Not quite at the root of a tree. It's not an empty hut, but in many ways we've had an ideal preface situation because we have all this wonderful cooperative presence and energy together in this beautiful environment that's quiet and supportive. And we're sitting, make yourself comfortable. Body is erect, but it's not rigid. Balancing the spine in a way that it's not difficult to be held upright. 
As we're breathing in, we notice how long this in-breath is, or how deep. And we don't have to put any words to it. We can just be there, present, aware of the quality of this breath. emotions arise from paying attention to the breath or it's difficult in some way, don't force it. And just be present and take care of yourself. And then if it's comfortable enough, if it's easy enough to pay attention to the breath and relax into awareness of your in-breath and out-breath and whether it's long or short, deep or shallow, heavy or light can choose the, uh, the quality you like to use 
keep the mind interested in the breath and aware. One of these instructions is to get into the meditation. So when you feel present and calm, right there, you can go on to the next instruction, experiencing the whole body. experience the whole body, we might also be sensitive to the area around the body. We still have contact with that in-breath and the out-breath. We know we're breathing in when we're breathing in, and we know we're breathing out when we're breathing out. And we're aware of the whole body.
And sometimes already at this point I feel some sensation in the body. Warmth or a tingling or a pleasant feeling. The instruction to pay attention to that or tune into it is going to come in a moment. But you can just notice that that's starting to arise. The next instruction is actually to calm the body. To calm any of its activity, the breath or the heart. sensations, warmth, fullness, tingling, that background sound, light. Everybody's different. You might just feel a very subtle pleasant feeling, just coming from being relaxed and present. And that's all fine. Just noticing whatever might arise. You're still aware that you're breathing in.
And the next instruction is to experience a sukha, pleasant feeling that's more, maybe a bit more subtle or softer. It's not so important to distinguish between these two, really. It's that these are signposts that you're heading in the right direction. And you enjoy this feeling. This feeling of pleasure, joy, spiritual energy, spiritual pleasant feeling. still aware of each in-breath and each out-breath. And if your mind wanders away and you miss an in-breath or an out-breath, you bring it back and catch, catch the next in-breath or out-breath. Staying present and aware. at this point that the Buddha invites us to be present with our mental activity. What's going on in the mind? There's still thought in the mind and we're aware of that, that activity. calm that activity down. Whatever's happening in the mind, we invite to become still. And we breathe in, aware that we're breathing in, and breathe out, aware that we're breathing out. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.